So that's where we that's Sweet. where we left off. Uh, you were you were facing off with the weird frog fish demon. Um, one one uh, <laughs> frog fish demon. Yeah. <laughs> one one quick thing to to um, before we get any farther with this encounter though is um, Emma in in resting for for the fifteen minutes or so before this this creature stumbled upon you. Um, that does qualify as a short rest. Um, she took she took a battering by the river, and I believe you took some injury yes. from the. So do I get a short rest? Yes. Too? So both of you you All took right. a short rest because she took a short rest. So you both took a short rest. So if you want, you can you can I believe use your your one hit die to recover uh, some hit points, uh, which we probably should have done before you encountered the froggy fish demon, but. It is what it is. So, do you want to do you want to take the opportunity to to capitalize on that short rest before before this encounter? Yes. Well, I rolled a one, so you get Rad. one. <laughs> okay, good enough. So you heal. So that puts you that puts you up at seven now. Is that right? Yeah, I'm at seven. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So, does this fish? fish guy look like what's he what's he doing right now so he's he's uh i mean he's so he's got the net slung on his back he's got a, a shield in one hand and he has a spear that he's like gesturing at you with so he's not he's not attacking yet but he's very much okay, like yeah. uh you know the the fishy equivalent of like what are you doing in my yard maybe um hello <laughs> Uh, what are you? So he, uh, if he understands what you're saying, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to indicate. He he continues to croak this time a little bit louder and more angrily at you. Um, Emma, meanwhile, um, starts mumbling behind your back. She's just no, 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 not again. No, no. You need stay away, you demon. And she stoops down picks up a thick length of wood at her feet and charges right at the fish creature. Oh, crap. <laughs> Emma, dang it. <laughs> There's Emma rushing in. Um, all right, yeah, I'm, so I'm I'm going to engage with this guy then. Okay, so let's... I'm like, well, I guess I guess we're doing this Let's now. go ahead and roll initiative then. <laughs> 19, 22. All right. Get my notepad. All right, so it's going to go Emma, Reese, Fish Demon, and uh, yeah, Emma's Emma's going to. So Emma Emma charges at this at this Fish Demon with her with her length of wood, um, and she she takes a takes a swing at it, um, but her the 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 creature like effortlessly raises his shield to to ward off the attack. Um, Sorry, where the hell am I? Sorry, one sec. I'm disorganized. We'll cut this out. <laughs> it's my solution to every That's time fine. I'm disorganized. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry. <clears throat> so Emma Emma charges at the fish creature uh, with this with this makeshift club. Uh, she swings right at its head, but he brings he brings his shield up, and you hear like it it hits with kind of a th- sticky thwack. 
and the stick that she was using is like stuck fast to the shield and she she tugs on it once but is unable to uh, get it off of the shield and so now she's effectively well, she's effectively grappled by uh, by the uh, by the creature grappled with like the creature creature's snot shield okay uh, yeah, unless she, unless I, she thinks to let <laughs> unless she thinks to let go of the stick. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I just hold on to it. Uh, all right, I'm just gonna try to shoot this thing with my longbow. Okay, fire away. So here we go. Nineteen. Uh, that'll hit. All right, one d eight plus three is nine damage. Okay. Right in its ugly eyeball. You shoot it right in its left ugly eyeball, um, and gross bloody pus comes squirting out delicious and, yeah and it gets it gets in emma's hair <laughs> um uh next is the the fish creature um and he he is going to well he's got his spear in his other hand i think he's so he's gonna just he's gonna he's gonna move Actually, what he's going to do is he's going to he's going to shift his position so that Emma is providing him cover as long as she's still holding on to that onto her club. Uh, but he's also going to try to stick her with the spear, and he's going to hit. Uh oh, Emma better be tough. Oh, Emma! Emma collapses. Oh, Emma takes seven <laughs> points of damage. Emma, Emma gets the spear rammed <laughs> right through her gut. Oh, and uh yeah, oh. she is she is uh she is out of this fight. She collapses, you know, into a wailing puddle of blood. Did I mm, did I say I wanted to be proficient in nature? Because what I meant was medicine. <laughs> Let's just do that instead. Alright, um, um okay. And all, sorry, and as a, a bonus yeah. action, what you see the uh you know bullfrogs have that like inflatable sack under their jaw that lets them croak uh-huh. you see this thing like yeah. fill up like he bloats his his jaw sack and lets out a really loud croak <laughs> oh man that's not that, good like echoes across the bog good. all right i'm so this time i'm gonna put a, i'm gonna draw my short swords and rush him okay and yeah so go roll one that is a 19 again that'll hit and so that's well. Let me do both. Oh, and that's a tw- twenty-four for the second one. That's right, also so the a first. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. Yeah. Uh, so two d eight. Really, two d eight. I rolled a th- three total of three. Um. Oh, it's not d eight though. Well, all right. I guess I do it over. Um. It's d six. All right. A two plus a three is five. Two plus three plus three, eight damage. All right. Okay. Um, How's this guy looking? Uh, he's looking pretty. He's looking pretty bad. Honestly, uh, you you put you put cool. two pretty pretty deep gashes in him with your short swords. Um, he is actually going to. Uh, he's actually going to. Um, yeah, he's going to disengage, and he's going to. Flop his way towards the water, um, and yeah, he should. He's got enough speed to be able to get into a deep enough part of the water that he goes bloop, and you don't see him anymore. Well, unless I'm you want to go after him in water. 
I'm definitely not chasing him into the water. I'm not ready to fight a fish on its own turf. Um, all right. So Emma, Emma, what, uh, Emma, <laughs> what's up with Emma? She's Emma. She's Emma is unconscious. Out. She's yeah. She's she's on the ground. She's she's unconscious and she is still bleeding. All right, I'm gonna try to do a medicine check, I guess, to see if I can help her. I guess. I mean, I okay, want to try yeah, to no, like, I, well, bandage I, her up or something, you know. Yeah, I guess. I guess she should make her own rolls. Are you rolling for her? Yeah, I'm just trying to remember how it works. <laughs> <laughs> right, you roll d20 and above it's 10. Just like 10 or higher, right? A, yeah. Right. Is a success. Oh, yeah, yeah, third. Okay, so you need three successes or three failures. But you're going to help, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so you can so she she makes she makes her own saves, but you can use your action to administer first aid too. Okay. It's a it's That's a it's do. a medicine it's a medicine check. Um, the DC is ten, um, but if you Carol if you are able to successfully do it, all right. So that doesn't work. <laughs> and she rolled a six, so that's one failure for her. All right. So can I roll again now? You gonna try again? I'm just okay. gonna keep trying. Yeah. Okay. This time I got a twelve. Okay. So with with a twelve, that's good because she failed her check too. Or she failed her second one too. Jeez, um, so with a with a twelve, you were able to stop uh, stop the bleeding. So she remains unconscious, um, but she's she's stable. So she will regain one hit point in some number of hours. Okay, sweet. All right, so she's just straight up unconscious. So, okay, so now I want I want to look around like is there is there a place to like hide? Is there a place to like hole up or or alternatively is there anything like of note like are there any little fish huts or anything? Uh not not that you can see from from here. Right now you were you were on like the edge of, you know, the, the edge of a of a bog. Uh, yeah. Behind you behind you is is more like forest proper. Um, but, but yeah, but it's not a, not familiar for us. So it's, you know, there's no, there's no immediately obvious, um, you know, like hollowed out trees or, or anything like that. Yeah. There's no, there's no fish huts. There's no signs of, of habitation. So if these, if these fish creatures have, you know, like a village or a colony nearby, um, it's not immediately visible to you, but doesn't mean that it's not nearby somewhere. Well, it seems like I don't like I want to head away from like the river um, and I want to try to get Emma to some place where I can like get her kind of, I don't know, let her let her heal up a little bit or, or something or at least let her wake up because I don't understand why she she seems to know these guys. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to pick up Emma and we're going to I'm going to carry her fireman style or whatever. Like oh, just away from the river, along the forest. I think if I'm imagining it right. Okay. Like along the edge of the forest, kind of looking for like a place to, you know, kind of hole up somewhere or something. Okay. Take shelter. Yeah. So you you holler, you know, a few a few hundred yards maybe, um, and you you're able to find uh, like a a boulder that's been, you know, like a big boulder that's been cracked. So it's got kind of this, this wedge shaped cavity that you can, you can kind of hunker down in out of sight and protect it at least on three sides. Sweet. So is it, is this, 
um, I guess I think I, so. I'm just gonna hang out here, trying to take care of Emma, feed her like a power bar or something, until she kind of can wake up. Okay. Yeah. So it, you you hang out there for about about an hour, um, and Emma's Emma's eyes flutter open and she regains consciousness with a groan. Oh, what happened? Emma, you got hurt. Don't move too much, all right? Do you, do you do you know the have you seen those fish things before? No, no. I just I was just so so scared. I thought they were going to try to catch me like the the wooden ones did. What wooden ones? Oh, no, yeah, never mind. Uh I, <laughs> Well, uh, God, do you know anything? You know about the ones this from place? last week. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> that was ages ago. We sw- we went swimming, we went running. <laughs> there was a fire. It's like a whole, like a whole triathlon thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I asked Emma. Uh, Emma, do you do you know anything about where we are right now? I I have no idea where we are. I've I've never been anywhere near out here i've only picked you know just a little bit into the woods to look for you know berries and mushrooms and herbs and not like you know usually not past calling distance yeah i think we're way past calling distance right now what are we gonna do <sighs> well i think we need to make our way back to town do you know the way i don't know do i know the way <laughs> i don't know <laughs> can i figure out if i know the way well how would you how would you want to go i mean so, uh, I mean, it, okay. So like we've got like the, for all I know, the fire is still raging. So I'm a little worried about that. Um, do I know of any like roads or anything that like, if I, if we kind of circled around, eventually we would hit it. So the road, the road that leads, oh, we're like just way off into the wilderness side. Yeah. The, the road, you guys are on the wilderness side of, of, auspice the road is kind of okay. would be kind of on the far side of where the fire was um but there is a like a range of hills um that kind of goes north to south um from so there, there's a there's a range of hills that that goes north and south but is located east of the village um and since the river kind of swept you guys northeast uh conceivably if you head south or southeast you might be able to spot those spot those hills and and follow those down into more familiar territory and then cut back west over to the village okay so i know where i i have an idea of where you have an idea you have an idea of which direction to to go to be able to try to spot some familiar landmarks yeah okay all right (laughs) i tell emma that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Emma, Emma. Well, I, I don't really know where we are, but I think we should move southeast, and we'll at least hit the hills. From there, we can we can make our way back to town, and and hopefully we'll avoid the fire that way too. Oh, okay. I okay. Can you walk? I, I, I think so. She she kind of lumbers up, clutching at her, <laughs> clutching at her belly, um, but. Yeah, she's 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 able to Bleeding she's able profusely. to walk. Okay, okay. So she looks, wait, yeah, she looks so a little we'll, pale, but she's hanging. So in where there. are we going? Are we going through? Oh, poor Emma. Are we going through the forest now, or like what's the direction we're going? Yeah, you're you're going back. Yeah, you you have to cut through forest land. 
um, to get to the hills. Okay, well, we're totally cool doing that. I yeah, so we're we're just gonna head straight there. I mean, we're in we're in major danger already, so I'm cool just heading into the forest, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure there's a like obviously better option. So cool. Okay, so yeah, so you you cut back through the forest. Um, you, you head back into the forest, and it is definitely uh, late afternoon. Um, the sun is the sun is sinking towards the horizon now. You so you still got daylight, but it'll it'll probably be dark by the time you get back. Um, and as you travel through, you know, as you travel through the the forest, Emma Emma surprisingly is able to to keep up probably better than you even hoped, um, despite the severity of her of her injury. And you walk for about 45 minutes um, before you you start you know you notice that you're you're going up some some rises and it looks like you know just up ahead if you if you can make it to the top of this rise you might be able to you know crest the the forest enough to be able to see over it and, and get your bearings and so you do um, yes <laughs> <laughs> and right as you are like reaching the the top of this this first hill you as you so you you get there and you realize you've 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 made it to the you've made it to the the foothills you've made it to the the black hills or the dark hills or the whatever we should give it a, give it a name but maybe you're the first person to to actually get there so maybe you get to name them yeah i'll think about that when <laughs> I tell about it all right so you you get to the hills um and you from here you can actually you can actually see that there is um, some smoke coming up from where the forest fire still was. Uh, you can see over a lot of the a lot of the forest. Um, you can see you can actually see the break in the trees. You can't see any of the buildings, but you can see a, like the break in the forest where the village and all the farms must be, because there's like no trees growing over there. Um, it's it's definitely going to be a few more hours walk. But um, you've you've definitely got the the direction in your head now. Um, it's just a question of whether you want to try to cut straight through the the forest or stay along these these hills going farther south and then cut through less of the forest. Okay, at this point, now that I'm at the hills, I want to I want to go around through the hills where we can kind of hopefully still see, maybe kind of see stuff. Okay. As we go along yeah. and avoid some of the deeper forest. Cool. Okay, so you are so you're you're kind of like skirting the forest as much as possible to be able to keep line of sight across as much of the terrain as possible, is that right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you're you're able to do that uh, and you walk along the the hills. The hills like the so on the north, they're they're like petering out from here. You can actually see the, the hills, the, 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 the range of hills goes like almost to the bog. You can see the, the bog from here too. Some of the, you know, the, the trees change. There's more cypress and less pine. Um, but they're, and they, they kind of slope off and die as they hit the, the, the swampy area, whereas they're getting taller and taller and more, you know, rugged and mountainous, the farther, the farther South you go, but you're not going up, you're not going up to, you know, too high, obviously, because that would be a waste of energy. <laughs> um, 
And so you're able to make pretty good time not having to fight through the undergrowth um, of the of the forest until you hear a loud cackle sound and some flapping of wings. And I need you to go ahead and roll initiative. Dang it. Uh, okay. Ooh, not as good this time. 11. Okay. Um, do you... Do you Adam know what a cockatrice is? Yeah, it's like uh like an original Final Fantasy they had them and like Yeah, it's like like chicken chicken like heads, bird. bat wings, lizard body and I don't remember what kind of legs, but like so um so Reese Reese would probably be at least like it's it's a um iconic enough monster that Reese would probably recognize it. Um, and that's exactly what's what's bearing down on you out of the sky. The cockatrice is it's got the the head and legs of a chicken. It's got the bats of or the wings of a bat, the the body, the scaled body of a lizard. And I was saying that, that it's an iconic enough monster that Reese would be familiar with it. Um, it's most known for being able to turn things to stone with its with its beak. Right. Um, and there's currently a angry looking one coming barreling out of the sky towards you. And it It can fly, but chickens can't fly. It's it, it uses it its bat fly. wings to fly. That's why it doesn't have chicken wings. <laughs> oh, <dang laughs> Otherwise it'd be flopping around <laughs> on the ground. Um shoot. Oh yeah, it uh it twenty one, does that hit you? Uh yeah. Yeah. Okay, you take Three points of piercing damage as it pecks you hard in the in the arm with its beak. Um, and it. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Shazbot. All right. Four. <laughs> no, that does not do it. <laughs> All right. So All right. Uh, next is your turn. Um... So you are, you, your skin is turning gray and starting to crack and you can't move. You are effectively restrained for, for this turn. Um, you can have another chance at making a saving throw to try to break out of the effect before you were like officially petrified. Dang it. Okay. Uh, well, don't have any like healing potions or anything. (laughs) So I, I can make another you make another save check right now. Yeah. Okay, boom, nineteen. Okay, so with with the, with your you know indomitable will, you are able to yeah you're able to to fight through it. Your skin starts to go back to normal. You regain your ability to move. Um, but that was your turn. Um, okay. Emma is going to pick up a rock and throw it at the bird. Emma's a brave girl. You gotta do something. Mushroom picker. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so Emma Emma, you hear her like muttering or cursing at the bird under her breath, presumably. Um she throws she throws a stone. She casting a spell? She she throws a stone <laughs> um and it like you know, you expect a, you know, a stone to hit a bird and the bird to go, Oof, you know, ow, that hurt. But the stone, like, thunks the bird hard enough to cause it to roll over twice. 
on the ground before it like gets back up to its feet. And it took five damage from it. Dang, I'm a good arm. It's all yeah. that stick ball in the village green. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now it's the cockatrice's cool. turn. And it's going to, yeah, it's going to go after her with its beak and it misses. Yeah. So now it's Reese's turn again. All right, I'm draw my sword swords and go after this thing. Go for it. That's the only thing I could do. All right, I got a 10. Uh, that does not hit. And a 17. That hits. So that one is just going to be six. Ooh, six. Nice. All right. Step tab. Uh, Emma's going to throw another stone at it and whiffs. The stone goes whistling past your ear. Ooh, that was close. <laughs> Jeez, Emma, watch out. Uh, the cockatrice, having realized maybe that you're the bigger threat of the two, is going to turn and take another shot at you. Uh, what's your armor class again? I have it on here. but 14. 14. Okay. And you are struck for two more points of damage. Down to two. Nice. You also need to make another constitution save. Dang it. 18. Nailed it. All right. Good shape. Uh, it's your cool. turn. Stupid bird. <laughs> so slash at the thing again. All right. Let's see. 15. Oh, no. 20, I mean. 20 hits. And a 21. Those both hit. It's also going to hit. So I got five plus one. So nine damage total. Cool. Okay. Uh, Emma is going to pick up another stick this time and charge at the bird and try to club it over the head because these rocks aren't working. Um, and she rolled a two. She trips on the hem of her dress and nearly takes your head off with her club. Another close miss. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, next is the cockatrice. The cockatrice does not look like it's in very good shape. It's, it's bleeding pretty good from the, from the cuts, especially the last two that you dealt it. And it kind of like hobbles up onto its, onto its feet and is going to take off and fly away. Um, if you want to take an attack of opportunity against it, you may. Yeah, it's I just do. dashing away. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try to smack it one more time. Okay. Get those sweet, sweet experience points. You get, ex- you get experience. I know we're not. <laughs> you don't have to kill it to get experience. <laughs> get those sweet, sweet bat bat wings. All right, got an eighteen. That'll hit. And a nineteen. Uh, I think you only get one. Oh, for attack of opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's a attack action. So, yeah. All right. So anyway, whatever. I hit. Uh, seven damage. Oh, you. Yeah, so you you clip it, you clip its wing as it tries to fly away, and it ends up falling down, and it is not quite dead, but it is lying like helplessly on the ground in front I'm of you. Stab it, stab it through the heart. All right, you put it out of its misery. There's one less cockatrice in the world. Sweet, stupid cockatrice. <laughs> so this is something I would have like heard of before, as as like legend but not seen before yes right or do i or do i know these things are real in the world like well you know now no you you, know you 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 know that like you you would believe in them the question would be like 
you know, you, the, the teachings, you know, the, the teachings that you grew up on probably would have attributed it to like foul elven magic or, you know, the work of some, you know, evil mad scientist magician type doing, you know, unholy experiments, you know, so it would, it would, it would certainly yeah. be an, an evil thing. Um, but not, not inherently so, but kind of, it would be evil as a result of its, its, its own existence as being unnatural in that sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Sorry. So the Karachi's dead. So what? Yeah. So like I'm panting and kind of like figuring out what, the, what on earth is going on. What, uh, yeah. What's, what's, what's Emma doing? Is she cool? Um, yeah, she's, she's, she's okay. She didn't take any damage. She's, she's still got her stick. She's not putting it down. She's holding on to it this time. Um, and she says, okay, now what? <laughs> well, uh, God, I wonder if there, I hope there aren't any more of those things around here. Um, I guess we just keep going. Are there more of those things around here? Can I do, do, I um, do a perception check or something? Make a perception check. 21. Um, you see two creatures that you probably would have thought were birds, um, but they're so far away. I mean, they're like miles away. They're, they're flying over one of the far hills. But now that you've just seen the cockatrice up close and realized that they might be in the area, uh, that's actually what the two creatures off in the distance look like. Sweet. Well, we're going to avoid those guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's, let's keep going. I don't, I feel like I don't have anything I can do to like, um, I have two hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Emma only has one. She can't loan you any. So yeah. So like, I'm trying to like get back to town and or find a place to rest for the night, I guess. Well, towns is it towns not too far away. Um, you're, you're, you're still definitely not going to make it before, before the sun goes down. Um, but you are close enough now that if you cut back into the forest, you're at least within familiar territory. You're within the parts oh, okay. of the forest that you've been, that you've been ranging. Um, All right, then let's do that. Okay. Yeah. As soon as we get back to the, to the place where I'm like, okay, this is the part that I know. Then yeah, we'll, we'll head back in there. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so you cut you cut back into the forest then, um, and actually you you find almost right away one of one of the paths that you recognize and you've used before because you've actually been hunting over here in this area. Just you just haven't spent any time up in the up in the hills much, um, which turns out was fortunate. Um, and you're able to, yeah, well, you're able to hike through the forest for the next hour or so, for the most part, undisturbed. Um, the sun sets, it gets dark, and it's, you know, just about, just about late supper time uh, when you and Emma step back out of the forest onto, into the outskirts of Auspice Village. What do, what do we see? Uh, Is everything fine? Yeah, it's it's Is everything on fire. No, nothing's on, nothing's on fire. The the fire must have started north of the village because uh, it didn't come from the south and burn the village down. Um, it's it's a pretty quiet night. 
you know, once the sun's down, the work is pretty much done. Everybody's indoors, so you don't you don't see anybody out and about. But that's not unusual. Um, there's you know, there's smoke coming out of chimneys. You can see the lights through through windows in the in the farmhouses. Um, but otherwise, it appears to be another peaceful night in auspice. Well, let's head let's head to the tavern and get Emma Emma home. I feel like is the gentlemanly thing to do. Okay. Um, so you start, you start heading towards the, um, the tavern and Emma says, um, Reese. Yeah. You saved my life. Um, and you know, I, I I want you to know that. And I'm, I'm very thankful. Do you think, you know, you know how I said that my parents didn't want me to go into the woods alone? Yes. I, I don't think. What they had in mind was necessarily me going with someone else so much as not going. I'm. <laughs> I, just imagine Reese doing like face palm right now. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just, I just don't want, I just don't want you to get in trouble for, you know, for a bad decision that, that I made. I thought that everything, you know, I thought I'd be safe with you and I was, you saved me, but, you know, me being in this state and, Coming home this late, I'm just not sure how my parents are going to react. Well, I mean, you need to go home. What are you, I know, what are I, you saying? I, I will. I'm just, I mean, I, you know, I'm in the village. I'm safe now. Do you, do you want to just part ways now? Sure. That's fine. You, you take care. Okay. And I follow her. <laughs> okay. So she, so you're going to like follow behind her? Yeah. Okay, she she heads straight to the tavern, um, and she like looks looks back at you, and she kind of like waves, and then opens opens the door and goes inside. Are you gonna right. Are you gonna follow her in too, or just make sure she got home? Is the tap like what? I feel like it would be sort of weird. Well, I don't know. Like it's not that late, right? Like I could sort of like wander in, like be like, oh, I'm definitely not following her inside. <laughs> don't mind you can try that. everywhere. <laughs> How much time does Reese spend in the tavern? Is that a? I don't know. Is that a does common anybody for him? spend time at the? Does anybody spend time in the tavern? You know, it's like, it's it's relatively frowned upon, um, just because most of the time people are expected to be working, whereas a tavern is more of a place for drinking and games. Um, so the the tavern doesn't see a lot of use. Um, it's it's more of a place where people will come. Uh, the the tavern keeper, whose name is escaping me at the moment, is also like the the village brewer. So people that do occasionally imbibe will come have their growlers refilled there. And his his wife Emma's mom is like the the stand in for like she would be the town baker if the town had a baker. So everyone that doesn't bake their own bread will come to the tavern to you know pick up pick up a a meal to go or or pick up their bread. Um, so they really make more of their living doing that than actually like running a tavern, but for the occasional merchant or the occasional, you know, person who does want to, you know, hang out and have a meal and have a drink or play some yeah. dice or something, it's, it's there. I don't know. I don't, I don't think Reese really hangs out at the tavern very much. I think he's more of a farm boy. He sticks to his... <laughs> Sticks to his own. Sticks in his lane. No, I don't. Yeah, 
sticks to this land, sticks so to the forest. So it might be kind of odd, a young man all bloodied <laughs> up coming in after a young woman who's all bloodied up, who's been missing all yeah, day. <laughs> she's, she's, yeah, I don't want any more questions coming up. She's, she's, she's definitely going to be in trouble. The question is, are you going to be in trouble? <laughs> yeah. I, but I don't know. Is, yeah, is, Reese, is Reese the type that's like, oh, I need to own it? Or is he like, yeah, I'll just let that lie. <laughs> I think he kind of stands there for a, for a good minute and is like, Ugh. like, but like kind of distract, also like kind of distracted from like all the, everything that happened during the day. And partly like, is just like, man, I need to, I need to talk to somebody about this or something. I don't know if my uncle will listen, but yeah, I think I'm headed home. Okay. So you, you strike off, um, you strike off through the village. I don't know why you strike everywhere. That's my word of the day. Yeah. Apparently. Strike um, off through the village all the way to my house. Yeah. So you, you get to your house and as you, as you open the door, the, the smell of uncle Rupert's famous vegetable stew hits you and you hear him call out from, from the, uh, the kitchen room. Reese, is that you? Yes, it's me, uncle. I'm sorry. I've oh, I didn't so expect late. you to be gone so long. That boy Henry was hanging about most of the day waiting for you to get back. He was hoping to get some hide scraps for that little runt pup of his. Finally had to chase him off when the sun started setting. Honestly, that boy needs something constructive to do. Learn a day's honest labor. Idle hands do the devil's work, you know. Oh yeah, that's that's for sure, Henry. Anyway, Stu's done. It won't hurt to sit if you need to help with those pelts. Uncle Rupert pokes his head out inquisitively around the kitchen doorway. (laughs) And he looks... At your empty hands, and he says, where where are the pelts? And then he kind of takes in the rest of you. Oh, Lord above, Reese, what happened? God, Uncle, didn't you see the fire? Well, yeah, we saw the, I saw the fire, but it was, it was off north of town, and the wind was blowing away. Did you get caught in the fire? You yes. don't look burned. Well, I ran. We, I, I, I'm, we, I mean, I, I <laughs> had to cross the river and make my way all the way back uh, around the forest through the hills. Oh my. I was, I was worried something had happened to the town. No, we're let alone the hides. We're all we're all fine as far as I know. That smoke never even drifted this way. We kept an eye on I kept an eye on it from the fields, but oh Reese, I'm so glad you're alive. What an adventure. Yeah, it was it was an adventure, all right. Are you are you okay? You look like you've been cut up some. Well, yeah, I I got uh I got hurt uh making my way away from the fire. Um in my head I'm like, oh, like you know, bless me lord if I have sinned cuz <laughs> lying to my uncle. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got you know, I was just running through the forest so fast I just got all got all cut up and and fell a few times just trying to get away and didn't exactly know where I was going at some points. Um, yeah, I man, some of that soup would real really do me good right now, though. Yeah, yeah. W- wash up, we'll get you fed and, and cleaned up and bandaged. And oh, I'm just glad you're okay. So I, so I want to like I kind of go get washed up and kind of take care of myself and take a breath and sit down with my uncle and start sipping soup and kind of go. Um, so. Uncle, have you ever heard the stories about, you know, like 
monsters or like you know weird animals out in the woods i mean i'm sure i've heard of stories of monsters i mean of course they're in the woods where else would they be uh, i don't know i mean what what would you do if you saw one well i don't rightly know i suppose i'd i'd run as fast as i can yeah yeah me too oh i, I have mean, a question for you dungeon master sure uh when so when when i was when reese was defeating well sort of the made the frogman run away and the um and the cockatrice did did he get the same rush of endorphins or whatever no as, as okay just when it was the the uh blighted wood creatures yes that is correct all right cool yeah, so I don't want to tell my uncle about it. I'm I'm like kind of kind of freaked out now, and like I I feel like you know I, I don't want to be like the town pariah of somebody. Like I don't know, like if I if people find out about what I did. Yeah, no, for sure. It's yeah, okay. That makes that totally makes sense. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're able to just have kind of a, a quiet dinner with with Uncle Rupert, and he won't, he doesn't like you know, pester you with questions. He just, he accepts your explanation as you give it. And, and, uh, yeah, I, I imagine you want to, I imagine you want to hit the, hit the sack here pretty soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty tired, uncle. I could, I could use some rest. Okay. So I could, I could use a long rest if you know what I mean. You, you're not saying you want to sleep in tomorrow, are you? Uh, no, no, I, it was, it was a joke, I guess. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so you're able to. <laughs> you need you do need a long rest, eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you you go to bed. Uncle Rupert turns in shortly after, or maybe even at the same time, um, and you are exhausted from the day's ordeal. But you also find sleep to be especially elusive. You lie in bed quite restlessly for what feels like hours. What does what does Reese do when he can't sleep? Oh man, I think it's a pretty rare occasion for him. Well, I don't know. Actually, I chose this. What I choose this feature of? Uh, wait, hold on. I gotta look at my background again because <laughs> I did. I did. I did choose something that was like haunted. <laughs> you faced unimaginable horror. No, um, I think that was my experience of facing unimaginable horror. Uh, no, I. Uh, I. I was gonna say. I think Reese, like growing up on a farm and stuff, like. I think it's pretty unusual that he has nights that he can't sleep because usually he is like dead tired from working either, you know, either ranging through the forest or working on the farm. So he kind of tosses and turns for a while. Um, I think after a little while, he kind of gets up when he realizes he can't sleep and kind of just goes over to the window and kind of leans down on his, puts his elbows down on the window and kind of leans down on it. Rests his head on it and looks out over the forest, uh, dark at night. So the stars out. You 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 look out the window and the 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 moon is up. It's a it's a waxing moon and it's casting kind of a lusterless light from above. And as you gaze out, you can see that it's illuminating these thick, ropey tendrils of fog that are stretching across the village. The tendrils range in size from as thick as your arm to you know, as, as wide as a, as a farm cart and they're moving even as you watch like probing slowly, 
but thoroughly, exploring all the nooks and crannies of the land. Uh, the fog is like a lifeless gray color beneath the moon. So the strands look kind of, they remind you of like dead creeper vines, but they refuse to stop moving despite the, the state of their decay. Um, and, and there's a, a, a hint of a smell in the air still too. Um, ash that's tinged with a little bit of rot, maybe like a carcass thrown on a cold fire. Uh, it's probably just the remnants of the forest fire, but something about it just feels a little unhealthy um, and makes the night a little foreboding. Like, uh, so is this something like, like I, yeah, I'm just, I think Reese is kind of like perked up a little bit. Like he's like kind of keeps, continues to watch them to see if they like, see what they're doing. Like, are they going to ho- close to houses? Are they lingering in certain places? Like, what are these things happening? Well, it's it's hard to see too much from just out your window. Um, but but like I like I said, it's just it's kind of like it's it's like a, a a fog that instead of moving as a bank is like shooting out in tendrils, and they're just they're growing and they're getting thicker and they're spreading across more and more of the area. But they're they're like clumping together in a way that just seems a little unnatural but not totally unexplainable it just seems a little off yeah like i think because i think reese would just look at this and he's like dead tired he's kind of like looking at it and like half of his brain's like this is probably just you partly falling asleep like like kind of just like oh that's weird like the fog sure looks weird tonight (laughs) um (laughs) but i take it like this is not something that Reese has seen happen before either. Fog is not uncommon. Um, yeah, it just seems to be acting a little unusual tonight, moving around more than it should in weird ways. Yeah, but not yeah, not like you know, not fast. It's it's moving at you know like standard fog speed, which is not that fast. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, but it just I mean, feels think- yeah it. Like I said, it just it, it it makes the night seem especially foreboding. Well, I think Reese is just gonna be like, oof, like gives a little shiver and like closes the shutters on the window or whatever, and tries to go back to bed. Okay, so Reese Reese goes back to bed, um, and it's it's a lot more restless, rolling and turning. Uh, you don't even notice when you finally fall asleep. It's it feels more like you shift from from one consciousness. From one consciousness to another, from awake to dreaming. One one moment you're turning restlessly in your bed, the next you're walking in an orchard. The trees are still saplings for now, but you know that if they're able to reach maturity, they'll become productive. You don't know what kind of fruit they'll bear, or even if they will all bear the same kind of fruit. As you walk between the trees, despite each one looking pretty much like its neighbor, you get a sense that each tree is also profoundly unique. Like each tree is an individual with its own personality and name you just haven't learned yet. You can almost hear the trees speaking to each other too through the rustle of their leaves. The click and creak and sigh of their branches and the warm breeze hovers just on the edge of understanding. Like a language that you once knew but now just conveys familiar patterns to your ears. Each tree almost glows with life, pregnant with the potential to bear a special fruit. A fruit capable of more than providing nutritional sustenance. A fruit that can heal and save. And all at once you know 
that it is vitally important that the world receives the bounty of this orchard. But the trees aren't safe. They are still young and fragile and they have to be protected. And you look around and there's nobody else there. There's nobody caring for the trees. There's a structure that might have once been a barn or a farmhouse, but it's long since collapsed into a pile of rubble on a broken foundation. Um, and with the realization that these delicate trees are on their own out here, uh, the signs of neglect and danger become more obvious to your eyes. The ground is littered with weeds, and there, just ahead of you, there's one tree that's already in the clutches of a strangling vine, slowly having the life choked out of it. You move forward and you begin to pull at the clingy vines, ripping them from the narrow trunk of the tree. It's hard work. The vines are tenacious and almost seem to grow back as fast as you can pull them off. You pause to wipe the sweat from your brow and you see that you've made some modest progress on the tree in front of you, but the vines have made terrible gains on the surrounding trees. With a crunchy snap, like the breaking of brittle bone, a distant tree topples lifelessly to the orchard floor. And as if that was the signal that the rest were waiting for, young trees surrender to their attackers in waves, wilting, crumpling, crashing down around you until only the tree that stands before you, the strongest and, and furthest along of the orchard, and this is the sole survivor. But the vines are also redoubling their efforts, as if affronted by the very life force of the tree itself. You attack the vines once more, hooking your fingers like claws and tearing them from the body of the tree until your hands are scratched and raw, but the malevolent weeds grow with unholy speed. You can feel them writhing beneath your feet as they attack the fruit tree. But the fruit tree is also fighting to survive. It's growing as though its life depends on it. And high up, beyond the reach of you and the creeping vines, a single bud forms on the otherwise bare branches, a tightly bound ball of ivory white petals. And you know, cupped protectively within its flowery womb, a single fruit awaits its birth. The bud grows from the size of a thumbnail to the size of a fist, and the assault on the tree seems to have paused with you as you wait for the blossom to bloom and for the fruit within to get its first taste of air. And even as you watch, with your breath held, the first petal begins to curl back. But rather than unfurling, it continues to curl, twisting in on itself until it's a tormented crumple of a ball. And once that tortured petal falls away, you can see tree sap seeping through the creases of the blossom. The sap is slick and red like blood. The blood sap connect collects at the tip of the lowest petal until it forms a single drop which dangles precariously down from the tree stretching lower and lower towards the ground until it hangs only a few feet from the ground, glistening at the end of an impossibly long strand of sap. When the strand breaks with an inaudible pop and the drop hits the ground with a hiss, the strangling vines lurch backwards as if burned, and indeed the smell of ash and bone fills the air. More blood-red sap seeps out, the discharge effusing from every pore of the tree. The blossom falls to your feet with a wet splat, and from it death and decay radiate out. All of the weeds and vines and trees wither and die and rot. The grass beyond the orchard turns a sickly yellow and then gray. The forest and even the mountains in the distance seem to melt like wax in the sun until you find yourself standing in a featureless gray landscape devoid of all life except for the twisted tree before you, so corrupted now that while it's not dead, it clearly can't be categorized as any kind of living being any longer. You step back from the tree. The ground beneath your feet is dry, dead, and spongy. Your feet sink deeper with each step until without a sound, the ground beneath your feet collapses and you're swallowed by the nothingness beneath. And you wake to the patter of Uncle Rupert putting a kettle on the fire for tea in the morning. 
Through the window, you can see the evidence of the rising sun's pale light and the listless gray skies. You feel unrested. Every bump, bruise, and scratch from yesterday's misadventure seems to have seared itself into your consciousness. Your body and spirit are both battered, and a residual sense of hopelessness seems to linger from the disturbing dream. The thought flashes flashes across your consciousness. If there was a time to give up, a time to surrender, to just stay in bed, let the world make make of itself what it will, perhaps this is it. But you also remember the feeling that came after defeating those corrupted tree creatures. Defending innocent life and restoring peace and balance to the forest, if only for a moment. The rush of combat was fleeting, but it left something behind, like a little seed of resolve planted in your heart. Small, hard, almost insignificant, but also a carrier of profound potential. At least if it's fed, watered, and cared for. So, Reese, are you getting out of bed today? Yeah, I think, man, the, like, I think partly, like, when Reese wakes up, it, kind of the kind of like eyes open with a snap and he kind of is sitting there like listening, like not believing like, wait, is this like, am I still in the dream or am I still here and, and going through all those thoughts and like the, the lingering feeling of collapsing into the ground, feeling like the, the, the kind of sinking into the bedroll and the blanket on top of him. And all of a sudden he feels very uncomfortable having anything on top of him at all kind of flings it off and and gets up to a sitting position and yeah as a as the day kind of comes to to him and the light through the window and the smell of the i think tea did you say tea yes uncle rupert Does, always starts this day with this. tea <laughs> tea yeah like the the kind of like you know herbal and like fresh kind of smell of the tea coming through and the the fog, I think, having blown off from the morning, kind of, um, yeah, like Reese slowly stands up and starts thinking, like, well, there's more work to do today, and uh, you know, I can't can't just lay in bed all day. So as Reese steals his will to do what needs to be done and fights off the the lingering assault of depression left by the disturbing dream, uh, he levels up from level one to two. Congratulations. Sweet. Um, Rad. So we'll we'll deal with the magic as we come to it. Um, but at a minimum, you can go ahead and um, get yourself your increased hit points. Okay. So I'm going to use my magic. So, okay. Cool. Hit points. Uh, level up. Level. Oh, level. Level two. Sweet. Ooh, I get a fighting style. You can go ahead and you can go ahead and pick that as well. You've you've certainly you certainly justified enough uh, enough combat, or you've certainly experienced enough combat to justify <laughs> a, an an increase in your effectiveness and your your chosen way of fighting. So what are you gonna what are you gonna Let's do? Do you have that see. in mind yet? I I think I want to choose archery. Especially if that awesome shot with against the poor hapless deer, which you left out in the woods <laughs> to burn, which you left out in <laughs> the woods to burn. Yes, and then yeah, I'm not gonna choose spells. I'm not gonna bother choosing spells for now. But I'll, um, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe we should talk about spells for a second. I don't know. Oops, 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 oops. 
absorb elements, alarm, animal friendship, beast bond, cure wounds. I would like cure wounds. Yeah, yeah I bet you would. <laughs> I think I think I would like that one. Uh, what's good berry? Good berry is awesome. Up to 10 berries in your hand are infused with magic. A creature can use its action to eat one berry. That's awesome. It's it's not yeah, it's not as good as cure wounds for in combat, but as far as like yeah. out of combat works, like that's that's guaranteed ten hit points for one spell slot. It's a good deal. Just stuff your face with berries. And you don't have to eat anything else for the entire day. That's a pretty cool spell. Yeah, Hunter's Mark, good berry. Detect magic, detect poison and disease. Mm, I feel like poison and disease might be very like on brand with this whole thingy. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> it's all over the place. Oh my god. <laughs> Everything is poisonous. Let me let me give you let me give you a heads up though on what like the next the next episode is gonna be. Um Okay. Because it because it could it could fall flat. So um what I wanted to do <laughs> is is say basically like hey like this this day is yours. Like what what does Reese want to go do? Um, so if you have, if you have anything in mind, like go for it and we'll, we'll run with it. Um, if you need inspiration or something, then I have, I have like some places, you know what I mean? Like, like the tavern or the church yeah. or, um, you know, other, other things that you could, that you could go to if you are, you know, looking for something to do. But if there's something that Reese would want to, investigate on his own or go do or go check out then that's like I, I want this to be like a you know it's it's your day to do what you want so so you can you can yeah, think totally. about that and if you have a if you have a plan for for next week about what you what what Reese is going to want to do then we can just we can just run with it then um, if you're just coming up blank then I will just I'll just give you some some examples or some options and and we'll run from there. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Awesome.